What do you do with your energy? What do you do with stuck emotions, right? You don't have a way of releasing that unless you really like, you know, be in a meditation. So that's what the sound does. It helps you flush out the sound Reiki or whatever, you know, even breath work, whatever you're doing, it helps you release that stagnant energy that, yes, is within us at all the time, you know? It's it's just given, so... Welcome to Let's Thrive the Podcast, a place for holistic storytelling with none of the BS and a whole lot of fun. I'm your host, Emily Feichels, and my mission is to interview guests that inspire, educate, and empower you to live your best life. In these stories, you will see a part of your own journey reflected in theirs and learn to grow from it. And with that said, let's thrive. Welcome back to Let's Thrive the Podcast. I'm your host, Emily Feichels, and I am so happy to have you here listening today. We have a woo-woo episode for you. Now, don't let that scare you off. This is such a fun type of episode for me to release and publish for you all because, as you know, this podcast is about 360 wellness, which I describe in various ways, but basically mind, body, and spirit. This is definitely a episode that could relate to all three, but is probably more so in the spiritual realm, spiritual realm, and I love that. A side note, if you guys just heard me mess up on realm there, I was in speech class, speech therapy as a child, because I could not say my R's, my L's, and my TH is <laughs> and it's just funny because I've obviously overcome that but when I'm podcasting and even in real life conversations there'll be moments where I completely flop on the word like on how to pronounce it my r's turn into w's and my th's don't come out and my l's good all I don't even know what that sound was um but needless to say I always get so embarrassed by it because it puts me back in that like childhood shame of I can't speak right. So I don't know if any of you others out there went through the speech therapy, couldn't say a certain letter or sound or vowel, whatever it is, I feel for you. It still happens from time to time to time, all part of the process, you know? Um, But going back to today's actual episode, it is such a just interesting one, I'd say. It's the idea of sound healing and Reiki and what I think of as true wellness from within. It's taking a moment to pause and think about what are the other aspects of life affecting and impacting me right now or in the day-to-day. And that's why I'm just so excited to have Nicole on. She is a sound healer, a Reiki master, and an herbalist and so much more. We've been connected for quite a while now, and I was actually supposed to meet with her in New York City before everything happened, uh, you know, with COVID and quarantine and such, but we made it happen. We got together on Zoom and recorded this amazing episode to hopefully help expand the mind, inspire you to try something new, and just overall deliver a amazing conversation that will hopefully just enlighten you and make you smile today or make you get thinking at least. This episode is really focused on educating, empowering, and sharing the healing gifts and modality that, modalities that Nicole uses in her everyday life and with her clients and people she works with as well. We discuss the healing power of sound, why our mind and body is being constantly overstimulated in more ways than we could ever imagine, how to create space for pause, quiet, and attention, how to move stuck energy out of the body. Now, this one is real important and something that hits home for me personally a lot. As you guys know, I finally have found a therapist that I just vibe with so well here in Austin. She just really gets, I don't know, she goes along with my thought process very well. She knows when to challenge me. She knows when to let me continue on. She kind of sees through the bullshit that I say, you know, and I just really love working with her. But what's been crazy about it is I just didn't realize how much trauma, emotion, energy I've had stuck in my body. And 
it wasn't until talking through it with her or doing certain exercises or mindset practices that I could feel this energy shifting, like either either in my throat or in my heart, sometimes in my like lower abdomen, my stomach. Uh, sometimes it'd be like right behind my temples. And it'd be neat because, you know, I'd be talking and going on and on about some story or something I experienced. And she, once I concluded, she'd say like, now, where do you feel that in your body? And all of a sudden it would become so apparent to me of like, wow, I'm clenching my jaw or wow, my temples or, you know, um, my stomach, my throat, my hands clenched, whatever it was. And it just always never ceases to amaze me how our body holds on to the good and the bad. And that's what I love so much about practices such as sound healing and Reiki, even movement, massage, acupuncture, etc. They're just such beautiful, expansive ways to move that energy in your body, whether it's good energy, bad energy, however you want to label, define it. It just keeps you from getting stagnant and you don't want stagnation in life. I can't think of a single experience time example of stagnation being a good thing, you know? (laughs) And if you're new to sound healing, no worries at all. I was too before my own experience with it and then before exploring it more here with Nicole. So we do discuss exactly what sound healing is, how our mind, our body is receptive and takes in sound. And as part of the healing and working on this side of things, we discuss a few just like key simple practices you can do in your everyday to really tune into the power of sound, whether that's humming, chanting, singing, just feeling that reverb, like that vibration in your throat and thrumming through your body, uh, certain sounds or beats that you can get on meditation apps or YouTube, etc. It's just so neat. It's really putting the power in your own hands to become your own healer. That's what this episode really is here to highlight that there are wonderful women like Nicole that you can work with, but there are also so many ways you can do this healing on your own and really find that wellness from within, that 360 holistic approach. Uh, And then as a conclusion to this fun, expansive episode, we do dive into a bit on Reiki, how that works with the body, and singing bowls 101. Nicole has this amazing uh, video that was featured on the Today Show and well and good of her using her singing bowls. If you've never experienced the magic of sound healing, let alone the magic of singing bowls, 100% go check it out. I will link it below. Like, it will just shock you in the best way like you will feel so at ease so at peace it will bring up what you need to work through like I love putting it on whenever I'm feeling overstimulated upset anxious tired whatever it's just so soothing it is the most soothing experience so yeah that's fun we love it (laughs) if you listen to this episode it resonates something about it speaks to you or it makes you curious you want to learn more you can connect with nicole on instagram at nicole underscore rutch and on her website all linked below i'm on there at emily feichels and at let's dive podcast i would love so very much to connect with you let's have a conversation discuss what episode has been your favorite what have you learned Has it inspired you to do something? I have been getting the sweetest messages lately and they just make my heart burst. Like I, oh my gosh, just makes me so happy. And so I really want to connect with you guys, cultivate more of that community feel. And I am in the process of working on some potential hopeful projects moving forward that will connect us all even more and bring more community into this amazing space. So hang tight. And in the meantime, you can catch me on the gram. Uh, So much appreciation for you all. And without further ado, let's begin. Yeah. And I, I even think it's empowering in a sense where so often we think that these healing modalities or even with fitness movement, et cetera, we always feel like you have to go out and do it and find the professional and find the, you know, the person to administer it. And when you're suddenly shifting everything to be from home, I at least felt a bit of this shift, I guess, in mindset of like, oh yeah, I can motivate myself to do this workout at home, or I can guide myself through a yoga flow at home. Or in this instance, right, it's kind of like you're still working with someone like you virtually, but fundamentally, like you're in your space, 
And I think it almost like opens the door of it's like, say you're doing the sound healing virtually and you know, you make your living room nice and cozy and comfortable to do it. It's like moving forward, you now know that you can make a safe space in your home, right? It's like an extension of the practice, right? Like when you already can do it with a guide, with someone who is like guiding you through this experience, then of course you can also do it on your own. It's just like a little inspiration and an extension of, you know, of that healing for sure. And and that's what I love about just the virtual space and just, you know, where we are right now with, with this technology, right? I think we all have learned to adapt and, you know, there's no more excuses <laughs> Let's put it this way, you know, anything is possible. You can work out anywhere. Like even if you're traveling, you know, you can just, um, whatever it is, working out, meditating, you know, sound healing. Um, I think it's just a beautiful place where we are. Yeah. Yeah, no, a definite shift. And I think in a good way as well. Yeah, uh, I guess winding things back a bit, you know, we're talking a lot here about sound healing and energy and all this amazing stuff. But where did this all begin for you? You know, where did your interest, your story with us all begin just to show people a bit of a reflection, right, of how this may show up in their own life? Right. Well, it's so funny, because four years ago, around this time, that's when it all sort of clicked for me and started, right? Um, before that, I had uh, a catering business. I worked in the fashion industry. I catered for all of New York Fashion Week. Um, and I was so miserable, right? I was so unhappy. I was just doing it because, I don't know, I got, I was put in it and I just was good at it, right? I used to waitress and hustle and, you know, the typical New York lifestyle. and. I was always just listening to the outside world. Oh, you need to have 50 jobs to be fulfilled. You need to just work so hard to just like get somewhere, right? You need to pay your rent. You need to do this. Like, and the more and more I did that, the more and more stressed I was. <laughs> I was so anxious. I was so unhappy. I went out every single night. I drank a bottle of wine every single day on my own. I was just so it wasn't even depression, but I was just so lonely, you know, and um, not happy with the life I created. So like I said, four years ago, during this time, I decided to just pause and to stop the noise because, you know, that's what we do when we don't want to deal with something, right? We're creating all this busyness in our lives to not really listen to ourselves. So I just paused and um, looked at, you know, what is going on. And I actively try to just like heal these parts of me that had sort of this trauma, this fear, the block, right? All of it. Um, and I found Reiki through that. Um, and I kind of like learned about Reiki, did Reiki sessions with uh, a couple of healers. Um, they were all actually virtually, which was interesting. Um, and yeah, that really sort of ignite that fire within me. And I found, again, a purpose, you know, I really found sort of the meditation, I quieted the mind, really listened to my heart, what I really wanted to call in and sort of flush out all of this toxin that I was exposed to. And really align, I aligned my life with purpose and with you know, love and happiness. And the minute I really found that, like that connection to my soul, right? Or that I call it the oneness, right? What is the one thing that makes you sort of move through life, right? Once I found that everything aligned, like literally, I found my divine partner, I found, you know, the work that I do that really is, you know, shining that light out, like really my experience, I feel like, we all in sort of some sort of way can relate to this, right? Um, and I had to do this on my own. And I don't want anyone to go through this on their own because when we're in it, when we're really in deep in it, it doesn't, it feels very uncomfortable. And I didn't have that many people around me at that time because, you know, wellness, mindfulness wasn't really a thing, right? Especially spirituality wasn't a thing. The only thing that was really present was astrology, right? And it was such a big question mark for everyone. Or maybe it wasn't, I wasn't just aware of it, right? It could, could have been too. Um, so yeah, the minute I really consciously created what I wanted, everything else fell into its place. 
you know, and that's why I am where I am now. Like I, I am, I don't even like to call myself a healer. I just, you know, I am just a guide. I'm a mentor, you know, I'm just like you. I'm here to just guide you to the other side. You know, we're going on this, on this journey together. You don't have to go on this alone. So, um, and throughout this time, I learned different healing modalities. And that's where I really, I found the sound really helping me throughout this journey because in the sound meditation, I was able to break through these deeper blocks and, you know, fears and traumas that I had deep down inside of me that I wasn't able to just bring out just sitting in meditation for five minutes, right? I wasn't able to do that. But with the sound, my mind was able to just come to a place of stillness. That's so powerful. One, that deeper type of healing, which, you know, we'll get into, but then two, also just, you know, it's so powerful when you yourself go through something and, you know, you go through the rough of it, you're struggling, you're right down there in the trenches, and then you find your way to recovery or to liberation or to just peace. Right. And then you turn, sometimes that's it. And then sometimes you turn that and you take the purpose and the passion and you create something with it, which is you know what you've done now. And you're here to help people, as you said, and not have them kind of go through that struggle that you went through. Um, and, you know, on that topic of, you know, we're talking about sound healing and everything that goes with it today as well, what you're saying about the noise, I just think that's so important. I want to like hone mm-hmm. in on that because I think for many of us, we don't realize a, the physical noise around us all day long, unless, I mean, actually for me, where I used to live in the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania, I was blessed with the most amazing stress free as far as noise goes environment, Mm -hmm. but I was living in the middle of a forest. So that's, you know, rare cases nowadays, (laughs) but otherwise, like, I think we don't take into account how much stress is put on us by not only the physical noise all around, um, but also like the internal noise. And that could be the noise of like an inner critic where you have this constant feedback loop of I'm not enough. I'm not this, I'm not that, or it's, you know, like the imposter syndrome of you'll never do that. You'll never do this. Or it's, you know, the noise and the chatter of diet culture or of, you know, like your boss at work or whatever it is. And so we have this internal noise, this external noise. And it's, I just, I, the way I always think of it is that it's just so overwhelming to our systems. It's like blasting your, your drum of a spirit. (laughs) Yeah. And, and then we wonder why we're stressed and anxious, right? And then we wonder why we feel so triggered by what's happening within us, you know, and it's all because of that, you know, it's, um, you know, where, wherever you are, right, like that living your environment, right, like you said, being in a city is a completely different environment versus living in the middle of nowhere and on the countryside right mm-hmm. and here we are as human beings trying to just like find the connection to mother earth right because she's healing no matter what like she has a vibration that's that's so peaceful that it's very calming to our nervous system but we can't find that in the city right like so we need to find other ways to really bring our let's say nervous system to a place of peace quiet you know calmness like that is so important and to just shut that off right um and it's hard right because we all need to work we all need to pay our rent right we have maybe five jobs because struggling to you know wherever you are on your journey right are you dealing with like a, a disease like or like you know that is your body telling you something is out of balance right so giving all of that how do you find stillness? How can you find stillness, right? And that's where I really, where I really, um, what happened for me, that was like the most important piece, really finding that that sound really, you know, brings me to this state of finding peace and quiet, right? Shifting out of that stress mode and the fight or flight to to a place of everything is calm everything is fine you know I just need to be here right now right and everything is within us we have the power to really do it it's just are we allowing it you know 
are we really wanting this change to happen? And it's not so much, you know, that we are afraid of the shadow, right? It's more like what would happen if we actually shine, right? Like what happens if we actually recognize that we are so powerful within us and we can actually live a life exactly how we imagine it. But I think most of us are very scared of this because that means actually that everything can happen. (laughs) And we're so used to, um, in our society, I think we're so used to uh, a fear-based mentality. We're so used to, you know, oh, nothing ever is going to work out, right? We always have to fight or for something. So really just being with yourself and finding that stillness, I think, really is so important. And that's, you know, we don't practice self-love for <laughs> no reason, right? We need to put ourselves first. So we need to really connect with ourselves on a deeper level. Yeah, I love that. I was just talking with a trauma coach, just a beautiful soul, Emmy Marie, earlier. And she was saying something so similar where so often we get uncomfortable when things are easy or more so when they flow. You know, we're so used to just like butting our heads to trying to make everything work. And, you know, while there are obstacles and things that sometimes you do have to work hard for and you do have to struggle and go through the turmoil for, there's also something so beautiful about allowing yourself to be in a state of ease and flow or, you know, embracing something like that. And I think so often too, like, as you were saying about, you know, when it comes to that fear-based mentality, I think it's also this basis fear of change, right? And I think so often we forget that change is the only constant in life. And I say that all the time because it's just been so true in my own life too, where it's like, whatever it is, whether it's with work or relationships or a side hustle or a big life thing, like so often we dim our light or we hold ourselves back because that's more comfortable than like that idea of, like you said, like what else is there or what could be because Mm -hmm. it's change, you know, at the end of the day, it's change and change can feel scary because it's unknown. So I, I think it is true. Like to find that stillness is key to really tuning into like what you need or what's next or like how you're even feeling. Like there's just so much that comes up in the moments of stillness yet. We just don't, we don't give ourselves that. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And that's really anyone who is starting a journey, right? Or just wanting to connect deep with themselves deeper, right? I always say, just close your eyes and be, right? Be for a moment, connect to your breath and notice what comes up, right? And whatever comes up, that's exactly what you might need to face, right? That's maybe the change you need right now. And it's baby steps. It's not, you know, it doesn't just all of a sudden, um, appear right it's like little by little we go to the root of the issue you know Um, and that's why I have found that even with the modalities I have been practicing that Reiki and sound and you know breathwork and kundalini they all sort of like slowly get you to that place right it's naturally happening where it's not like forced right like there's a lot of I mean there's a lot of plant medicine out there right where um I honestly don't know how I feel about it, but, you know, it is for for some people and it's to some, you know, it doesn't align, but I almost feel like sometimes it's where we're sort of raping our brain to go somewhere where we're not naturally to go yet, right? So why would you do that, right? Why would you like force yourself to go somewhere where you don't feel safe just yet, right? And of course, it depends on who the facilitator is and what you, you know, what the the medicine is. And of course, there's ways to it, right? But I found that just naturally allowing yourself to be guided to the root of the problem, for me has worked much better than, you know, going on an ayahuasca trip, for example, right? Not to say I don't have anything against it. But I, I just feel like for me, that that wasn't my style of healing, you know? Yeah, no, I, I think it's very representative of our modern culture and society of like lack of patience. You know, like we, it's, it's amazing. It can work great for some people and in the right moments, but it's also in my mind could just be abused as a quick fix, as like a quick solution, as a shortcut to an end versus doing what I think is a 
harder, sometimes feels harder, sometimes feels like a lot more work of the day by day, week by week, as you said, slowly, slowly, slowly unraveling and coming to this conclusion on your own. Um, And so, yeah, it's a toss up. Like there's going to be times where one's better for someone else than the other, but uh, it's something to consider because once more, going back to that self-empowerment piece, like you don't need anything fancy to become your most authentic self, to do the spiritual soul work. Like you can do it on your own. You don't need a course. You don't need a, you know, necessarily a guide, like fundamentally, like we have everything within us or we have resources we can right. find, but it's just, yeah, you know, so it's, it, I guess it's individual, but I just always like to drive that home to people, right? Like you can be your own healer. Right. Yeah. And it's all about what you make out of it, right? It's all about what medicine do you need? You know, it's okay. Like, you know, maybe going on a trip and, you know, taking plant medicine is for you right now. You know, it doesn't mean it's not bad, you know, it's Mm -hmm. just, it depends on where you are in the journey, right? And what, what do you really want to break through? That's how I see it, you know? Yeah. Yeah, Just having like intention with your decision and Um, and I guess like on that note of healing and what we originally started on, I love how we flow in convo, um, (laughs) you are with the sound healing. That's, you know, kind of what we opened on. And what I think is so neat about sound healing is, as you said, it is something you can do in your own home. You can find resources. I know you, you were on today's show, did a little like segment with you. Mm -hmm. And I actually listened to it the other night. I put it on. This is so neat, like a free resource. You know, it can help someone if they're having, you know, like it's a bit of healing in your home. But anyway, I just want to like dive into the idea of sound healing because it's so powerful and it's something that I have only gotten to experience, I want to say two or three times, mm-hmm. and it was just amazing. And I wish everyone could experience it. But could we just dive a bit into, you know, what sound healing is at the basis, you know, mm-hmm. and paint a picture really for people of what it is how it works, just sort of start from there, I suppose. Of course. Yeah. So obviously sound healing has been done throughout ancient times, right? You, you have the magic of drumming, right? And shamans who used to use the drums to get something out of you, right? Like that's what we remember from back in the day. So the kind of sound healing that I practice, I work with crystal alchemy bowls, right? So with that, just in terms of what is sound healing, it's just sort of a deep tissue massage for your mind, body, spirit, right? That's how you can explain it. I actually don't know who came up with that, but you know, I just love what it, that's what it stands for. And with that, you know, sound has resonance, right? A frequency, right? And with the alchemy bowls, we're working with healing frequency. Now I'm going to go into the details of what the alchemy bowls are, but just to keep it simple, right? Our body, we have our own sort of resonance, right? Within us, like our own vibration, right? Every organ has a vibration, every sort of body part within you, right? And it's to be said that when something isn't vibrating, right? Or isn't in alignment, right? That means something's out of tune, right? That means we have stress, we have illnesses happening within our body physically, right? If you think about just like what the body does in terms of sound and the law of physics, right? Or energy. So that's what happens, right? When something in in us, let's say, shows up as a physical illness, something within you isn't vibrating at your highest frequency. So what sound does now when you bring in these crystal alchemy bowls, right? Um, that you see and they're all beautiful and maybe pink and orange and blue and whatnot, right? So they are clear quartz crystals, right? And they are infused with certain, let's say, earth elements, with certain stones, right? And these stones have a healing frequency on top of it, right? So you may have seen, I have this beautiful blue kyanite bowl, right? And that is uh, to take pain away, right? So the alchemy and the the vibration of that specific bowl works with, you know, your nervous system, it works with as a natural pain reliever. So with that, we can go really deep into the body, right? 
Um, our body is made out of 7 to 80% water. We know that sound travels four times more effective through water. So think about it, what it does to your body, right? What effect it can have. So that means we're changing the energy, your frequency within your body and making your frequency that wherever the illness, let's say, or the challenges is sort of like stagnant, right? We're sort of loosening that up and shifting that energy to a higher frequency so we can feel better. And that's why you feel relaxed, you know, you feel at ease, sort of everything in your body vibrates on a different frequency, if that makes sense, you know? So that's kind of like the gist of it, how how sort of sound works with your body. Now, of course, um, you know, any instrument that you use, let's say it's it's a chime, it's a bowl, it's a drum, right? We really sort of help regulate the nervous system in any sort of sense, right? We, we kind of like help you boost the energy within you, sort of let go of any energetic blocks that you have, right? And also we're moving energy, we're releasing emotions, right? And that's when you feel like very sometimes emotional during a sound bath. That's what happens, right? We're moving this energy out, this, this emo, these emotional pains that we have out of you. So you can feel like, oh my God, now I feel much lighter. Like all this worry and stress doesn't even bother me anymore because you are on a different frequency at the end of the day. You know, a frequency that is filled with love and joy, you know, that's where we want to be at the end of the day, you know, we don't want to feel stressed, anxious, you know, and whatnot. So that's why the sound really works well with, with your body. And then of course, there's, there's a the whole another part to it that, you know, the sound sort of entrains also your brain waves, right? So which, you know, the, these brain waves sort of are associated with, you know, deep states of like rest and relaxation, right? Such as what we feel when we're sleeping, right? It's the alpha and the theta brainwave. So the sound bowls also tap onto, like go deep into that as well. So your mind now, right? Your mind and your subconscious mind get to this place of, you know, uh, deep relaxation, deep rest, you know, exactly the place you are when, when you're sleeping, you know? So that's kind of like what it does in, in a short version of it, which was actually a long version, but <laughs> there's more to it. But So that's how I explain it. <laughs> no, that was fascinating. I, yeah, I mean, I've, you know, heard bits and pieces about it here and there, but that was such a good summation of everything I've heard and even more. And what I really liked is that part where you were mentioning, you know, just to kind of give that visual of basically it moving that buildup, that stagnant of whatever it is, pain, um, anxiety, stress, et cetera, like moving that and getting it out of our systems and our bodies. And I've just been diving more and more lately into how much our bodies hold on, you know, to whatever it is, it holds on to the stress, it holds on to the pain, the trauma, uh, things that we go through. And it can just be so powerful to release that. But um, I think oftentimes we need something to help us do that, right? And so I was sharing the other day, I had a therapy session and we did, um, you know, it was like, I closed my eyes and she was kind of walking me through this experience. And I had so many physical reactions that made, you know, no sense. But by the end of it, I felt we had, you know, I it felt like I'd moved everything up and out of me. And it was so neat. I just needed a little bit of help. Right. And so maybe that's like through therapy, like someone walking you through it, some sort of experience like that, or it's something like sound or Reiki, you know, cause I believe that kind of works in a similar way of moving that stagnant buildup. Um, there's just so many ways, but I think we just, you know, we, we don't account for how much our body holds on to things. And, you know, just like things get stuck in a loop in our mind, the ruminating mind, the monkey mind, like the body does the same thing. It's just a lot less apparent at times. Yeah. yeah I always explain that. Like, look, you, food, right? Food has energy, food is nutrition, right? You eat something and you go to the bathroom, right? But what do you do with your energy? What do you do with stuck emotions, right? You don't have a way of releasing that unless you really like, you know, be in a meditation. So that's what the sound does. It helps you flush out the sound Reiki or whatever, you know, even breath work, whatever you're doing, it helps you release that stagnant energy that, yes, is within us 
at all the time, you know, it's, it's just given. So it's, it's good to, to just move it. <laughs> yeah. 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 And I mean, on that note, even I, I, you know, I feel like some people could relate where yoga or movement mm-hmm. can work in a sense for that. But when it comes to sound specifically, like does singing or humming have some sort of similar effect? Like since those are still sound, but we're the creators of them in a moment, like how does that work? If you, you know, if you have anything to share on that. I mean, I always say that is an easy way to just even implement, right? Sound into your daily life, right? Um, Humming, chanting, even singing in the shower, right? That's a way to just like release um, or to just tune in, right? And um, I, I I, mean, I love chanting. It's so powerful. Um, actually, I am a, a Karuna Reiki master and in Karuna, we chant, right? We chant specific um, words that will activate or release something within your body, right? So for example, chanting, right? Just a mantra, right? That is so powerful because think of it like our tongue has so many meridian points, right? And by activating them, you release, right? And now let's say OM, right? Like the chanting of OM. What does that actually mean? It just means where there is nothing, there's everything. You're tuning yourself up towards the universe, right? To the universal energy of infinite possibilities. That's why we're using OM to really you know, connect with ourselves on this deeper level. Um, So with that, it will really activate whatever, you know, the mantra is that you want to chant. We do that in Kundalini, right? In Kundalini yoga, we... um, we chant, let's say, Ong Namo Guru Dev Namo, right? It means basically, I bow to the divine creator within me, right? So when you do that every morning, think about that no matter what, you are your own healer, right? That's what that means. Like you have everything within you and you only need to shine your light out. So by just setting that intention, by chanting that out into the universe, it will respond and you will receive a feedback, right? That's what that is. So, I mean, I, I I love chanting. And, you know, in the beginning, I feel like I wasn't even comfortable just using my voice, right? But um, it's important to use our voice. And, you know, little by little, we will activate that and open that, that let's say, that specific chakra, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, I, I so feel that. I mean, even as simple as the voice, right? Like how many of us have such fear, insecurities, or just thoughts about our own voice and using said voice or speaking up for ourselves or for others. Uh, And then, yeah, when it comes to like the singing and the humming and the chanting, I don't know, I mean, with anyone else listening, but whenever I hear someone even say, you know, the like the words or I guess the sounds of a chant, like, you know, you weren't even chanting, you just said it. I just get this like feeling and it's so, it's just like a warm feeling. And it, I don't know, from personal experience, it can feel weird, like to just start intentionally humming to yourself or even doing like a little chant, but like you get into it and it is so powerful. Like going back to the beginning where we were talking about creating space and stillness, I found for me personally, like it's hard for me to sit and be still, but incorporating some sort of like a mental mantra or a a chant or a hum even was such a way to ground myself. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I mean, even like on the idea of humming, I was struggling for a long, well, I still do, but with um, just, you know, stress, anxiety, everything spiking my cortisol and putting me in fight or flight mode all Mm -hmm. day long. And the practitioner I was working with suggested that I start humming more often. Mm -hmm. And there was something so soothing about it you know, I would just start as I felt that pressure building within me, I would just sort of start humming, changing the pitch or keeping it monotone, however. And there was just something soothing about it. And I think you could even go back to when we are infants, right? And it's just like the soothing sounds of like the womb or, you know, of a mother or a father or anybody, you know, humming or singing, like there's, you know, and not everyone has that experience as an infant, unfortunately, but if you do, like, I think that it comes down to just like a basic craving, like a basic inner peace that comes with those type of soothing sounds fundamentally. Yes, of course. Yeah. 
I mean, so powerful, right? Just mm-hmm. a simple, a simple thing we can do daily to just attune ourselves to a different frequency, right? That's what it is. Yeah. Um, I guess in kind of on this note, I wanted to ask, this is, I don't know if this connects, but with something like binaural beats, so like those are something I just found on YouTube through a friend about a year and a half ago or so. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, it doesn't feel the same to me as, you know, a sound healing does or um, anything when it's like in the moment, but I still, I'm still like curious because as we're talking about frequency here, like mm-hmm. are binaural beats in the same line of sound healing? Are they kind of like something else? Like just, I guess, what are your thoughts on them overall? Mm-hmm. So no, they are just another form how, let's say the notes now, right? How the notes will resonate with you. So usually it's it's kind of like the same note, but on a different, uh, it has a different pitch to it, right? One is higher, one is lower. So that's why you feel like you're in between two worlds, right? <laughs> so that's what that does, you know? And I actually haven't really dived into Uh, too much of it in terms of just like the bowls that I have do not you know I don't have two of the matching bowls that will create sort of like um, that sort of beat but I just haven't played with it yet but it's the same thing you know it's just like it will uh, awaken something within your consciousness that helps you then through you know release something within you okay yeah you know that makes sense and and that, you know, it could also just be another resource for people too, if they want to look that up. Um, right, for sure. That could be like a good intro into it even. And just like experimenting with different frequencies and such. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I guess, and just like, to sort of wrap things up here, I'd love to hear how, you know, you mentioned your, um, you also, you know, practice Reiki and I can only imagine how powerful it is to like combine. We well, used to do chanting with the Reiki, correct? Yes. So it's like mm-hmm. a bit of both there. So I guess just, you know, I, there, there could be so much to go into with Reiki and diving into it. And so I guess just like an overview here, like how does your Reiki practice per se, like your, your combination here of the chanting and the Reiki and what you do, how does that impact someone in this, in like a, healing aspect similar to what like we were just talking about with the sound healing I suppose yeah so the way I sort of crafted my sessions right are I combine sound reiki together in let's say in our meditation and I infuse the reiki energy into the bowls and then you know this way whatever you feel on the other side will be you know, you will receive the the medicine, right? Um, so with that, while I play, let's say my bowls, I will also chant cer- certain mantras throughout the meditation, like let's say maybe Shanti, right? Um, but of course, it really depends on what we're working through, right? Um, and again, I have found combining them together, uh, at least in my practice, I have found that... Um, you know, my clients have been more relaxed, they can quiet that mind, you know, they go into this place where you don't know where you are, are you dreaming, your mind is kind of like there, but not, you know, they really get to this beautiful place. And then the energy just will flow from there, you know, versus if I would just say in the beginning of my practice, you know, I was just, let's say, offering Reiki sessions. um, And I played sort of like, music right um to kind of facilitate the healing i feel like it didn't have the same energy you know i felt like my my clients were still like not able to fully relax so i have found that just by combining both of them it's just for me it works so much better and to see you know what the, the breakthroughs on the other side have been transformational you know so um, and then, of course, I also, you know, uh, bring in, you know, Mother Nature and, you know, let's extend that sort of healing into your home and like give, let's say, my clients like, you know, herbal remedies they could maybe include for, you know, stress and anxiety by doing 
by brewing a beautiful tea, you know, at home. And, and, you know, that is like golden, you know, so you don't feel you need to, you know, call me all the time, right? It's like you can extend the healing into your own home. Yes. That is the empowerment piece once more, like coming in clutch there. Yeah. And it's so neat what you said there, because I've had the, you know, just, you know, it's amazing to have the opportunity and to have the ability to do these type of healing modalities. And the first time I ever experienced Reiki, I went into it as like a total like non-believer of, okay, sure. You can do this. And, um, it didn't help. She was like new to it. She didn't, we were at this retreat and she hadn't really wanted to even do it, but like they kind of prompted her to try, yeah, just to try and like kind of helping her build that confidence up. And I think it took us both by surprise. I just had this insane experience, but nevertheless, it was like very quick. It was subtle. Like the music was generic, et cetera. And so it was still powerful, but just like a good dose. And then the second time it was amazing um, with Melania Snow and she's just, you know, just another amazing, wonderful woman in this field. And she incorporated, you know, there was music playing, but I think it was a custom, you know, it was something she had created herself and recorded. And then during the Reiki, she was also, you know, doing kind of mantras, chants, affirmations. Mm -hmm. And as you said, the combination of that intentional sound with, you know, the Reiki and her presence and everything, it was just one of the most crazy experiences. And I don't know if I've ever actually shared it on the podcast. I'll have to do an episode for it at some point, but it just showed me too. That was the same time I experienced the sound bath healing in that same time frame. And it was just so, that was when I first really connected with how powerful sound can be. And especially when administered with other healing modalities as well. So I love that you kind of do that combination of just putting it all together. Yeah, I mean, again, we are our own best healers, right? And for me, it has helped me in my journey so much by just combining those two, right? Uh, And also like connecting with, you know, natural healing remedies. Um, So yes, I feel like, of course, it is what you make out of it, right? You are the one who's creating this magic. And a lot of it is also intuitive, right? There is no, there's no recipe at the end of the day, right? Like, whatever we're going through, right, you can't really um, force energy, right? Like, if someone is going through something, you you will feel it, you will pick up on it. So, you know, that's why, um, again, I really love to include the, the sound bowls, because, you know, this way, I can kind of tune into okay, maybe, you know, something's happening in the gut. Let me play, you know, this bowl for for this specific, you know, reason. And it really helps me sort of facilitate the um, the healing on a, on a deeper level. Makes it much more, you know, almost unique, customized. It feels, you know, right. in that sense too. Um, right. Well, sure. I'm just like so amazed and... Uh, I'm definitely trying, going to try to find some sort of sound healing tonight. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I'll put on yours from the Today Show or um, just do some intentional check-ins with myself. But for anyone that wants to follow along, learn yeah. more, just kind of be, you know, maybe they want to connect and possibly even like, you know, look into your sessions and what you offer, where can people find you and yeah, just get all, get all the good stuff. Well, there is a free sound bath on my website you can download. <laughs> it's okay. for anxiety. Um, so, you know, the, the medicine is right there for you. Um, and obviously, I am always on Instagram doing lives, um, especially this month of February. I dedicated to just like, you know, giving all my all to all of all of you and just showering you with love. So there's going to be a lot of free events that are happening right now. Um, and um, yeah, just connect with me. Um, currently, I I have actually decided to um, to open up. I have a really six months uh, mentorship program that is for 
deep, deep healing and really, you know, um, being guided throughout the process um, that is opening up at the end of the month. And uh, I only take four clients at a time. So, and again, it is a really deep healing container. So that is currently how you can connect with me and to work with me on a one-on-one -on -one basis. And then, yeah, other than that, just, you know, I'm, I'm always here. Just reach out. I'm always on Instagram. I'm always um, accessible and available. I'm always here to listen. <laughs> uh, well, that is absolutely amazing. And, and yeah, I love that you're offering that mentorship too, because as we were saying all this, it is true. You know, you can do this on your own. You can be your own healer. But sometimes too, you do want a guide and you do want a bit of mentorship. And I'm actually in that phase right now where I'm transitioning into, yeah, just, you know, really, really connecting with the mentors already in my life and then exploring the possibility of, you know, do I want a bit more guidance, a bit more, you know, accountability and mentorship here. So that's always something to consider as well. So I love that you offer that. Yeah. Yeah. I have found throughout really the past two years by offering both, right? Offering one-on-one -on -one sessions, right? Just all healing sessions, offering programs, and then moving into, you know, the six months mentorship. The reason why I created this was because I have seen clients come to me for one session and then in four weeks, they were exactly where they were when they first saw me. So it's almost like we're reversing all of what we have done in the beginning. And, you know, you're starting all over again. And that is, I don't want that. That is not in the best interest for any of us, right? Like we want to move forward. We want to really step into this work deeper, right? And making it so it works for you, right? This is not about me. This is how can we really fine tune what you're already using, right? Whatever your practice is, how can we use it to enhance it? So you can really move through these blocks, you know, in a way that feel much lighter, we can heal them. And then use that wisdom in your present and in your future, right? So because like you said, there's always going to be change, right? That's the only constant thing. But if you have sort of practices, tools to utilize them at any given point, then you are okay, you know? So that's why I created, it's called the journey to oneness, the six months um, healing container to really be held, to learn the tools, to really flush out all the toxins to really detox, heal, and, you know, integrate the work. And I have found that, you know, the, 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 the change is just, the transformation is uh, incredible, what my clients have done. So it's a truly a beautiful container. Yeah, no, and it's amazing, yeah, that you get to offer it too and just be that, that you saw the need and, you know, you could have, as you said, it's not in the best interest for anyone, but some people would also see how that keeps people coming back. And so the fact that you, you know, instead did the moral, you know, <laughs> the decision to help and help others help outwards. So that is beautiful in so many ways. 